Welcome to the Friends with Money podcast, brought to you by Money Magazine, creating financial freedom for Australians since 1999. Hi everyone, this is Michelle Baltazar, Editor-in-Chief of Money Magazine. Thank you for joining us. Today our topic is on the back of our recent cover story called Know Your Credit Score. Interest rates have just gone up. And we know that there's predictions of even more coming up later this year. So to help give us a little bit more of context, is this bad? How do you kind of address this? Uh, We have a special guest in the studio today here in Sydney. He's actually based in Melbourne, but we've invited him to come here to the studio. Uh, Please welcome Jack Talbot. Uh, He's the founder of Leveraged Capital and a lending specialist. Welcome to the show, Jack. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Good to be here. Thank you. So how was the flight? The flight is, it was very full. That's the first thing I'll say, but um, that was good. Don't get too many bad ones. I know. (laughs) I feel like flights are are getting kind of, you know, busy these days. And the city is busy. Everyone is busy again. It's it's good. I've got to say CBD is feeling busy again. So I feel like that was the excuse that the Reserve Bank of Australia gave when they said, well, look, the economy is ticking along. So now we're going to uh, increase the interest rates. Now, this is a little bit of a concern for people who have um, a home loan, for example. As a as a lending specialist, what was the first thing that came to your mind when the interest rate rise was announced? Yeah, for sure. So it's definitely been a long time coming. And um, it's it's something that really does need to happen. Um, obviously, the RBA is looking for signs of uh, inflation in the market, which is definitely uh, where we're at at the minute. And obviously, we haven't had an interest rate rise in about 13 years, so it can be quite jarring, I would say, for people, um, particularly for the younger market who haven't seen an increase before. They're probably looking at this and seeing you know, more money coming out of their pocket that has never really happened before. And obviously, with an interest rate increase, it's costing you more money. You're not actually getting any benefit out of spending more money, which probably can be a little bit difficult for some people to get their head around. But Um, It's probably the rate rise we had to have and um, ultimately where it's going to take us. That's a really good question based on the amount of spending and and, um, the policy that we've had in the market in the last couple of years. The good thing is that research has shown that a lot of Australians actually saved a bit of money during COVID. You know, we've stopped going on holidays. We've become more conscious about our savings. But there would be a group of people, I reckon, who are kind of just on the boundary there where that extra 200 bucks a month, if they're on a $600,000 home loan or worse, it might be between 500 and 800 bucks if they have a a 1.2 million home loan, which is almost like the cost of a typical house in in the city or near the city. What what are your concerns? Do you think there would be that uh, possibility of financial hardship? My concern probably relates more to the first homeowner market and that segment of the market. Um, The reason for that is there's been a whole lot of policy that we've used in the last couple of years to get these first home buyers into the market. Um, An example of that is the first home loan deposit scheme, uh, whereby um, we've been able to get first home buyers into the market at a 95% LVR without paying any LMI, which is an insurance the lenders will charge if you are um, contributing less than 20%. 
they are therefore the most. So you you have to be a first home buyer to qualify for that, um, and then therefore you could probably assume that they are probably the the most vulnerable group uh, as as borrowers in the market. So you now start to talk about rising interest rates. They've been getting into fixed loans, presumably for the last 12, 18, 24 months. And um, we're, we're also seeing housing data, which is uh, declining or the value of houses is for the first time in a long time starting to trickle off a little bit. So suddenly you've got these people who have purchased houses at 95%. Um, the property prices is, are, are, are going to come off. So, you know, they're now potentially at 100, maybe 101, 102%, which means if they get into any sort of cash flow problems or ha- they don't have the ability to repay the loan, in theory, they can be forced to sell their property and in, in, in theory have a higher loan than the value of the property, at which point, you know, these people that were trying really hard to give a head start have almost ironically m- maybe sort of been given a not quite as much of a head start as we hoped. That's and that that definitely um, that to me is concerning now. Particularly if we've signed these guys up onto um, two-year fixed rates, presumably two years ago they were, or a year ago even, or whatever it was, um, they they would got into the market when interest rates were extremely low. I mean, there was a point where I wrote an owner-occupied property for one point nine nine percent for a four-year fix, which is absolutely unheard of today. I mean, you now pay 4% for a two-year fix. Um, you know, they've, they've all fixed their loans through this period of time and they're going to exit out of those fixed rates, you know, around today or maybe six months from today where it's going to be probably even higher in terms of rate. Um, and they're going to probably receive a reasonably rude shock as they go from potentially a low two to a, you know, maybe even a mid three or a mid four. Um, so th- it, the benefit for for the for these people who are you know still six or twelve months away from that happening is they've now got time. They they can see this coming and they can probably work a little bit harder on trying to get some more money into the bank, um, which is going to cushion that blow for them when they do finally come off those fixed rates and then move on to a variable rate or then refix at a higher rate. Yes, it's crazy how for the first time we're looking at people who would be underwater, if you yeah. like, on their loan. Because when I invested in a like an, a property a few years back, the theory was always, well, you can always sell it and that would cover your costs and maybe you have a, a few thousand dollars if you get into that stage. But right now, the reality is you you may need to fork out a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. I, I also, I, I temper this though. I, it's not all doom and gloom and I'm not saying, you know, this is the end of the world as we know it. Um, everything that we're talking about is completely normal in the context of, of, of an economic cycle. We do generally, you know, you, you will see um, interest rates come up at the end of a boom, which is absolutely what we've just been through. And um, we have got the inflationary pressure Obviously, we're trying to target somewhere around you know two to four percent. I think the latest data is five point one, um, and tip to get to six by the end of the year. So this is, these are all completely normal you know reactions within the market. But I think it's just about in terms of what can we do about this. It's it's important to really um, make a plan, understand how you're going to how this is going to impact you, um, and how you're going to deal with it when it does come round to your turn. 
which is why it's very important to have a savings buffer. And one of the things that we're trying to do here at Money is that we're starting to write more articles on how to save a dollar here, a dollar there, uh, talking about comparison shopping, where you just really have to find out where can you get something, not necessarily the cheapest, but the best value so that over time you're saving money and then you can put that to your home loan, for example, or your offset account, if you like. Yeah, for sure. I I think as well, um, just because we haven't seen an interest rate increase for 13 years, the main thing we're probably going to need to get our head around is our our savings habits and more importantly, our spending habits are probably going to need to change through this. So I would say for some people, um, potentially, you know, 10 years is a long time, particularly for the younger market who probably haven't really had to go through this process of understanding, you know, maybe I probably can't afford that new jacket or, you know, whatever I was going to do next weekend. I should probably maybe reconsider that. Now, the temptation is probably to, you know, keep going. BAU, you probably don't have as much discretionary income in your pocket. And then traditionally, you will probably start moving more into credit cards and short-term facilities, which obviously is going to bite you. So just, I would say, just be hyper-vigilant on on this time when we're seeing this transitionary period and just really, I guess, make a plan on what's happening. That's a great idea. I love it. Be hyper-vigilant. So to wrap up, we talked about interest rates going up even more uh, later this year and most likely until 2023. What are the things you tell your clients on how to kind of foolproof their savings or their home loan, if you like? The first thing I would say is, we just lightly touched on this before, which is probably the first thing you need to temper is probably your your spending habits. That's the first thing for the majority of people, which is it's probably going to be quite foreign because we haven't really needed to do it for a long time. Um, and traditionally, you know, in f- 15 years is a long time, we haven't, I would say, in my opinion, haven't necessarily been borrowing money today with the thought of what happens if interest rates increase 2 or 3%. We rely on the banks to say, you can't afford that much money. We just generally go and say, how much money can we afford? And we'll just grab the most that we can get. There will be a little point, I suspect, where people will now start to be a little bit more conscious of interest rates and go, do I really want to sign up for that amount of debt? Am I going to be able to afford the repayments if the interest rates do go up? So I would just say be be more conscious about your spending habits and ultimately the commitments that you're taking on. And uh, in terms of your question, what, what, you sh- what you should do is probably consciously save a little bit more money, maybe My dad says to me, pay yourself first, which is the advice I'd probably give here, um, which is maybe take a third or something around there off your pay packet before you pay anything else, before you pay any bills and put that into another account and just know that that's your buffer and peel that off every single month and have a buffer there of, you know, thousands of dollars that you can cover unforeseen sort of stuff like interest rates or because ultimately, where are we going to get to over the next 18, 24 months in interest rates? Even the economists wouldn't be able to say, you know, this is where we're going to be definitively. If you ask um, the CBA relative to, to Westpac, they give you reasonably different answers. So the answer is we just don't know where we're going to go. So just save some money and um, try and uh, absorb those bumps the best you can. Wise words of wisdom there. So I think we're going to end with that tip pay yourself first if you're not already doing so. Thank you so much for joining us here, Jack. 
It's been a pleasure. <laughs> it's been really good. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for listening to the Friends with Money podcast. For credible, independent, and easy to understand financial commentary, visit moneymag.com.au. Please remember that the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are general in nature and further independent advice and research based on your personal circumstances should be sought before making an investment decision.